Welcome to Wax Half Full, episode, I don't know, we're, we're in a little bit of a dilemma here, or at least a dispute. Keith keeps saying this is episode 86, I, I, I want to say it's episode, what is it, season 2, episode 10, but then again, I, I fucked it up last week by by no-showing and doing this weird makeup episode, and now we're in like this weird limbo zone. Gads, do you give a shit at all? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, well, honestly, I don't even... Honestly, I don't even know why I went with the numbering convention when I started. Like, I think I had some sort of idea in mind, but I just fucking like went off. Pot went off the rails immediately, so it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah, we should we should just do like the um the even even oh, I I argued for this on oh, the Evangelion naming scheme where you just add more decimals to shit to show that it's I better. Fucking di- dude, I did that joke when Cam was on when you were missing a week. No, uh, not when uh, you were missing, but when I did a bonus episode. I, yeah, I, I know you made that, that joke. joke. I know you did. Um, We're bringing it back. We're recycling content. That's what we do. Oh, so just make up numbers every week, just completely out of sequence, anything we want? Uh, I I can't remember what fucking... It wasn't a... It wasn't a um, podcast. It was like a YouTube series. But they used to like always say episode 472. Like they would just say a random number. And then the next week we'd go back down to like episode 12. I like that. It's fine. It's a good running joke. Keith, what are you watching right now? Are you watching SmackDown or are you watching GTRP? All right. He's, he's, he's clearly he's watching. He's very, he's very not here. He's very, he's very engaged in something because he yeah, he's not listening anyway. Uh, anyway, that's how you doing? I'm recovering from a night of drinking, a night of debauchery, as as one as one is uh, as I am usually um participating every week. Every week, yeah, that's a, that's. That's every weekend since you've been to Japan because we rescheduled this to be on, on Saturday mornings, and without yeah. fail you have been, you have gone out binge drinking, every week, which is uh, I don't know. Hang I'm on, not hang surprised. On. Not not not, not judging you. Holy yeah, fuck! It really sure. has been every week. Yeah. All right. That's next week. Next weekend we're taking a break. Right. Oh fuck! Gonna... Ne- hold up, hold up. Next weekend is the long weekend. I can't be doing that. Next, oh, next weekend's a concert. I can't be doing that. Sometime in August. Actually, August is summer holidays. So yeah, no, again. All right. Sometime <laughs> in sometime in the next two months, you will take a tolerance break. Yeah. Uh, well, hold up. What? How long does it need to be to be a tolerance break? Let's just get something. Let's. I don't fucking know. I don't. I, it was a joke. I don't even know if that's a thing with alcohol. Is it a thing with alcohol? Well, I know you're not supposed to develop an addiction to alcohol because the, the like withdrawals from the addiction of alcohol can kill you. It's like one of the few drugs that you can be addicted to that can kill you if you withdraw from them, like hard, cold turkey, not hard turkey, cold turkey. No, no, no. Like, no a tolerance break, uh, like, that's like a reference to weed where if you smoke too much weed, you just stop getting as high. So you have to take a break so your body like, yeah, actually gets affected by it. But I, I don't know. If, caffeine, don't... caffeine as well. But I don't think alcohol works that way, though. Not not in my experience. Am I am I am I wrong here? I don't know. Or what, well, what's like, your experience with with boozing? Like when you take like a long break and you come back, you think like your tolerance has gone down? Because I don't I don't feel that way. No, I, I think like tolerance is completely genetic, size, sex. Um, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I feel. Yeah, that's what I feel too. Right? 
Yeah, I don't think like taking a long break off of drinking reduces my tolerance. It's just like it reduces your tolerance because I think it's more t- in terms of you forget what your pacing should be, but I, th- I think your innate tolerance doesn't change. I suck at like, pacing. That's, the list. But that's what I mean. Like I, I think the only thing that changes is like, if you take a long break, you might fuck up your pacing and drink a little bit too much because you forgot you know what your rate should be. But beyond that, I don't, I don't think there's a big difference. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, should, do you want? Do you have anything to say this week, or or do we want to? Do we want to do our shortest preamble ever and get to a topic? No, uh, I've got some shit to say. All right, all right, let's go. Um, yeah. So yesterday, I I got my first. Big, I I think I said this before, where I've been low key trying to like collect the infinity stones of all the good bars or all the decent bars around me. Um, and I've been going well. And what I my goal has been is to get every single bar to add a vodka Red Bull to the menu. And I got my first win yesterday, Bar Proceed. My man at Bar Proceed, no, it was the funniest part. Uh, so usually I grab a Red Bull from convenience. Bar Percy. Bar, bar Percy. Pro- proceed. Pro- like, oh, Proceed. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bar okay. Proceed. Um, they so yeah no, normally if i want to drink a vodka red bull you know like uh after dinner or whatever um, i'll just want to have some bit of energy drink like it's something that i used to always drink in australia as well so it's quite common as like a first drink at a bar um i usually just buy a vodka uh not vodka i buy a red bull take it to the bar i'm like yo can you make me a red bull uh vodka cocktail charge me whatever you charge for cocktail the vodka cocktails usually 500 600 yen um and then just like oh, that's, well that's oh wait, wait wait one second that's fucking cheap are bars in Japan that cheap yeah almost every single bar's basic is that because you're cocktails five hundred yen because you're in 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 Inaka or is that because uh it's that same with with Tokyo too Tokyo is probably more like eight hundred yen I'd say eight bucks oh but but, but since you're in the boonies uh like you're paying like like five like four dollars five dollars for a cocktail that's pretty okay yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good um, vodka, but what, what do they give you? What, like, what kind of vodka I, is that? I think it was. I think this week was absolute. Oh, that's fucking good for yeah, like like, like a five dollar like like absolute vodka cock, cocktail. That's a, that's that's incredible. If I didn't I think that Japan. Right. I didn't think that that Japan that would be the case in Japan. Like I I know that you know like uh, there's a big difference in Japan between the you know cost of living in cities and and you know the countryside, but I didn't think it would be like that big a difference. Well, I, I think you could find a bar in Tokyo that that has has um five dollar or six dollar cocktails. I think that's it's a it's probably exists. I, I fuck. I'm but, living in the wrong city. In that case, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Come on down. Um. But yeah. So like, I I rock up into this bar, and I didn't have one with, on me this time. So I was just like, Yo, can I just get a you know a vodka? What did I say? A vodka tonic. I think I said a vodka tonic. And he's like, Okay. And then halfway through, he, he he's like, Oh. We have Red Bull now. Do you want a Red Bull? And a uh, red, like a vodka Red Bull. And he's, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And so he just pulls out a red Red Bull from the fridge, and he's like, uh, he, you know, like he's like, you want this one instead? And I'm like, hell yeah, brother. Cheese from Iraq, something like that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He, wait. He said that, uh, like, why do they have Red Bull? They got it because of you, like, or was it just red? Like, what? I think you it's asked me. Him? I didn't so ask you don't know, him explicitly. But you... So you didn't know, but because you always, because you've been there enough times and you've been trying to get a vodka Red Bull, they're being like, oh, you know what? This guy is going to ask for it each time. We might as well have it for him. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, 
Damn, that's a I don't know. That's a, that's a pretty nice story, man. It's it, and that that's the thing about about like local bars, right? Becoming a regular and getting the bartenders, you, you get the perks. Yeah, and I also learned this dude was forty years old, and he don't Wait, look an age. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta ask. So for these kind of like neighborhood bars in Japan, generally is the owner the bartender? Like, is that, is that the case, or is the bartender like a you know like someone who might change out every every day or every day of the week? Um, usually the owner is the bartender. I don't think he is the owner though, but he's been working there for a very long time. So like, I don't know if he's like a part owner or something like that. Because I've met the owner of the bar. Ah, uh, okay, okay. He he owns a couple of like establishments across town, not just bars like cafes and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, normally, yeah, I'd say normally in these kind of places. Or at least in the Inakaville, the owner is the bartender as well. Yeah, that, that's that's a nice thing about you know those small town bars because you get you run in those cases where the person serving you actually owns the place and they can take some liberties with, with, with what they give you. Like, like I don't know. Uh, like, did you go to bars in like in you know downtown Sydney or the happening areas of Sydney often? Yeah, not not as often because you know it's fucking like yeah. you're spending a hundred dollars on two drinks. You know what I mean? Right, but but the vibe is totally different. It's like a big, you know, commercial bar, and like the bartenders are just people who might, you, who might change like every couple of months. You don't. Yeah. There's no. You can't. You can't really become a reg. I mean, you you might be a regular, but they won't recognize you as a regular. It's totally different. Like the neighborhood mm-hmm. bar yeah, is yeah. It's pretty. Sure. Yeah, it's it, it in New York in New York City. It's a little bit. Uh, I mean, where, where I live is a lot easier. Like like I, there's a bar I'm, I'm like a semi regular at. Although I didn't go to it during the pandemic, so I, I feel like my regular status has lapsed. But Still, yeah, it, those are the nice perks of it. So, uh, so, that's, so you, you're gonna try to spread this to the other bars now? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try and do it at all the bars. Um, right. even if like it's an off the menu, if it's an off the menu kind of thing, it's even better for me because it makes me look a lot more prestigious. But if it's uh, on, the, if, if if I can get someone to write it on their menu, I think I've I've won. I've, I've done it. All right, I I gotta ask though, uh, what's so you said that it's common in Australia to have the vodka Red Bull as like your first drink of the night to start the drinking and then move on to other stuff. Is that is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, so like my so maybe this is just me because my perception of vodka Red Bull is it's it's purely a, a club drink. Like I have like I almost never see people like get it outside the club. I, yeah, I that's really, what he said really as well. Right. He said it's a club club drink, and I said no. So, like, my, like this, huh, I never go clubbing, so okay. I never go clubbing, and I still always ask for a vodka red bull. Like uh, just, is that if, so, is that just you? Is that all your friends? Like, or is it not? My friends also ask usually for vodka red bulls. I don't know. I don't know how popular the vodka red bull is outside of my friend circle, because okay. you know most most people do go to um um do go clubbing. Uh, my so a few people from my friend group go clubbing. I I I went clubbing once in Australia, once in Japan. That's pretty much it. Yeah, my my perception of it is it's like it's almost entirely, it's almost entirely a club drink, and you would like almost never get it at a regular bar. So I don't. I was wondering if that was a cultural difference. Maybe it's really you and your friends are very strange. Who knows? Yeah. So okay, hold <laughs> on. I I googled this. All right. Um, I was like vodka Red Bull Australia. So anyways, in WA. Uh, what? So- WA, Western Australia, there is a law that says you, oh, it was a law, I don't know if, if they're going to change it, 
But there is a law that if you are given vodka and you're given Red Bull, they have to come in separate containers. They'll give you the container of vodka. They'll give you a glass with a vodka shot. They'll give you a container of V of Red Bull, and then you have to mix them yourself. What is is it? Because like too many people were dying of 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 like uh, overdosing on on alcohol or something, alcohol poisoning. Or what what happened there? I don't know. Man. I'm trying, I'm I'm reading this. Uh, I mean, I mean, it does remind me of like in the U.S. They also they did bad. There was like a what is it? There's Port Loco. I don't know if you heard about it, but there was a beverage that came in a can. It was a very cheap alcoholic beverage. Came in a giant can. It's a very yeah. We sweet... talked about that one. You got banned, right? So, so I, yeah, it... governments are ve- governments are really for some reason very cautious about mixing caffeine and alcohol. I'm not quite sure why. Like maybe it causes people to drink too much, and then I don't know. They, yeah. they go out and uh, so anyways, the the article was like oh. But hold up, this is like WA pubs. So they're making yeah. this, like a pub is not a fucking club. So I think it is just Australians love vodka Red Bull. All right. I will ask uh, the other Australians I know about this and we will get back to you next episode. We'll ask uh, uh, Manisir. We'll ask, uh, I don't know, whoa. That's, that's <laughs> I, 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 know, I know a couple of other Australians because of uh, a video game. So I'll, I'll, I'll ask them and see, see what they say. And, and and they're from different parts of the country too. I think one's from Adelaide, one's from Melbourne. So so we'll get a nice like a uh, uh, canvassing of of the uh, of the Australian culture. Is this the uh, wax how full you of um, Paul? Yeah, exactly. I don't know why I don't know why I know so many Australians. You're a country of like, of like twenty million people, and yet yet you're so randomly overrepresented in gaming. It's 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 unfair. It's weird. It's because we work hard, you know. With the... No, you, no, no, no. You 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 guys also suck, but somehow. It's because you guys are white, not not, not you, but or, or some would say you. Some, but luckily they're not listening you, to jump in. Depends on who you depends on who you ask. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the first topic then. Yep, let's go. All right. Uh, you know what? What do you? Okay, yeah. What? Let's just start with the the obvious one. So, um, this one went this one went semi viral, I think, uh, on Sora News. So, I, I always love it when a Sora News story goes viral because it's always about Japan being the most Japan-y, the most Japan possible. All right, so let me read you the headline. Okay. So usually, when I put topics in the sheet, I I try to make it short or try to like make it punchier. But this default headline from Sora News is just too good. All right. Breast material shortage causing delay for explosively popular $479 busty anime girl mouse pad. All right, so, uh, so to elaborate, uh, which game is this from again? Okay, Azure Lane. So, all right, so Azure Lane is a gacha game. It's one of the gacha games where you collect characters, and the characters are inevit- inevitably uh, they're, they're waifus, they're they're sexy anime girls, and uh, they're generally uh, very scantily clad. Or wait, wait, no, they're not default, right? You you gotta pay more money for the skins where they have less, less clothing. Is that how it works? Um, yeah, I think so. I, I, I don't actually know. Keith, is is that how, is that how the model works? Like, if you want to get the version of the character where they're wearing less clothes, do you have to like pay more money? Like, how 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 does that work? Uh, sure. Yes, they're like skins, costumes. Okay, right. Like. That that's my understanding of it. That the 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 more like risk risque costumes, they cost more money or whatever. Anyway, uh, so there's a character called uh Kashino, Kashino, and from what I can tell, she's a 
her theming is she's a cowgirl. And that means, like, you know, there's like, you know, we know cat girls, cat girls, they have cat ears. Uh, so she has, from what I can picture, she has cow, she has a uh, cow ears, but she also has uh, just enormous breasts. And I'm I'm pretty sure the connection is is uh, is intentional, or I don't know, I don't know how it works in Japanese. Actually, I I would say whatever. for sure. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah. I'm loving why explaining this. This is like, keep going. Keep... Yeah. No. The funny thing about this is that this is all self. Like anyone who's, who's listening to this is self evident. I'm just pretending that I need to explain this to people who don't know what gacha games are. It's just like the facade of explaining explaining to like this fictional person who's like unfamiliar with this. Anyway, anyway, so this this character is very popular for I guess obvious reasons. I don't know. In, in any case, uh, so they're selling, and th- so they decided to go watch this lean into this character's like absurdity and sell a life size mouse pad. So, as like, you're familiar with like these these novelty mouse pads, where like there's like a little silicon, uh, uh, what is it, wrist rest, palm rest, and it's like made out of an anime girl's breasts. Like, you're familiar with the product, right? Like, yes, these have, these have existed for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These have been these have been meme products for a long time. But basically, this company decided to go all the way and say, "No, no, we're gonna we're we're not gonna just stop at the, you know these old meme products. We're gonna make this life size." So from the video, uh, this Ronnie's article, this is like enormous. And uh, I guess technically, this this for for this to be life size and usable, her canonical height she must be like less than like like she must be like five one or like five feet tall, I guess. For, for for this to actually work out this way, but in, in any case, yes, they're they're selling a five hundred dollar mouse pad, which is basically a giant mouse pad with a print of this anime character on it, and there's two like enormous breasts coming out uh, coming out of it. So the fact that this exists is incredible, and the more incredible fact is that uh, they've already made almost one million dollars in sales, and. Uh, it's it's so high, yeah. It's so it's so much in demand that, that not only have they made almost a million dollars off of it, but they can't procure enough silicon to uh, to to manufacture it. Anyway, adds your thoughts on this entire uh, ridiculousness. Weaves are a mistake. Anime, was, I'm 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 have to hold up. I'm I'm gonna do the I'm do I'm gonna do the Keith beat for a second. Anime was a mistake. Weaves are a mistake. This is terrible, but I'm actually then I'm gonna go into to the ad uh, ad takes. So this kid doesn't want to jump in today. Um, I'm just saying, like, uh, so I, so I did look at the video. Like, I was like, you know, you know, the um the, the photo on Twitter doesn't really doesn't really give you give you the full detail. You know what I mean? So this is a, I've I've just finished watching the video. Well, the video is an hour and a half long, so now I didn't finish watching the video, but I watched enough to like see this. Thing. I'm I, just I, thinking, yeah. Like, isn't this wrist rest too high from a practical <laughs> yeah, stance? So, right, right, right. Uh, so, what is this? The article says that the lift on on the wrist rest part is oh, is like ten centimeters. So that's that's actually way too high. It's not it's not really usable for its purpose as a mouse pad. It just kind of exists. That like this this is a meme product. Yeah. It's not actually usable. Yeah, no one's actually using the five hundred dollar mouse pad. They're just going to use it for other purposes. Where, um... well, I I don't really know how to use it for other purposes either because it's not. They're like, like 
it's just kind of a meme item, I think. Like, I, I don't even know how you would use this. No, hold up, hold up, wax, wax. Are you trolling me right now? Or are you trying to trying to show off a little bit of your prudence as an American? Uh, I'm trying to get you to be explicit. <laughs> okay. Just I'm just saying, like, so you, you got a couple options with this. You can use it as a wrist rest, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, we just explained is not really viable since it's so, like, the, the wrist rest <laughs> yeah, part, portion is so big. Um, it's so high, yeah. You're probably going to give yourself actually like like RSI. Yeah, RSI. So like act, like instead of preventing it, you're just going to speed that shit up. Um, and then so ne- next up, what you what do you have you got? Well, you've got it as a like like a collectible item where you show it off on a on a desk, not a desk, sorry, on a shelf. You know, like it's part of your collectible item. Maybe you have m- multiple Azure Lane related um, items. Yeah. And I think you would just use it as a post. This is just like a three D poster. I would just put it on a wall, to be honest. Yeah, and then the the other option is you know target practice. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying, I don't man. know, dude. This this is cloth based, and I'm not sure if it's supposed to go through like a washer. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, five for five hundred dollars, it's got to be multi-purpose at that at that price range. You know, you got to, yeah, it's be, a, you know. All right. The the, the article says uh, on Star News. So this company, they thought they would only sell hundred units. That was their target. So they've they've sold a thousand or, or almost two thousand, and thus they've made nearly a million dollars. And uh, like, who who knows? Like the sky, the sky is the limit. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, so, so one thing, I are, are you is it should this number surprise me or is this just obvious given the nature of Gotcha? So basically, there were two thousand users who decided they wanted to pay around five hundred bucks for this like novelty item, and uh, well, you, I guess the way Gotcha works, like they're already doing that, they're already doing that in game, right? There's already like, yeah, way more, more. two thousand people who have spent like five hundred dollars or more, right? But these are the these are the same whales. Yeah, I think it's um, it's just at this point where like, so so they they in the article it says they originally thought that they would sell a hundred. They had that you know that a goal of a hundred units to be sold, and then when after one month they sold a thousand eight hundred ninety three of them. Um, so like, were they? That, that's what makes me more surprised. Is like even they were impressed. By the horniness of their user base, but I don't know why. Since like, so Azul Lane is technically like it's for anime dudes who also like World War Two era warships because like. Oh right! Oh yeah! I I forgot that part. Azure Lane is like. Uh, I, I don't I don't understand how these, this is. The, the waifus are their anthropomorphized versions of uh, historical warships, right? Is 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 am I correct? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but that that being said, um, like this character doesn't appear to be the anthropomorphized thing you were you were talking about. You know, in like oh, crazy. so she so she so she just exists it just in order to just, just to be a waifu. Okay, but I mean they all yeah, exist right. just to be waifus. Let's, let's be real. But, right, 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 right. But but someone might have like a connection to the U.S. Uh, USS Enterprise, right? Enterprise is a ship, right? I think it is. So 
Let's busted out the Azul Lane Wikipedia page here. Alright, so uh, is she based on her, is she based on is Kashino based on a real uh, ship? I think so. Japanese musicianship Kashino. So I guess um So she is. I guess so, so this is a this is just actually on a name. real ship. Yeah, just a name. Yeah. yeah, just just on name. That it's a real ship. Um, so yeah, again, like I, I thought there was a little bit of more anthropomorphism. Maybe they have guns or like some sort of things, uh, like but apparently not. So, is know. the problem here that you've never seen an Azure Lane character before? Basically, I've yeah. Seen... They, hey, they have okay. armaments. That's how like like the like aircraft carriers have like a flight deck and planes and stuff. They have like ship parts. Okay. Yeah, we've been we've been waiting for like expert Keith to come in here and, and just help us out the entire time. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. I was I mean I was paying attention, but I wasn't really paying attention to the amount that I would jump in. Yeah. Keith, what are you watching right now? Is it GTA or is it? I'm not down? watching anything. Okay. What 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 are you what are you playing? I'm not playing anything. So what he's trying to say is it's literally more fun to do nothing than it is to listen to us. <laughs> I was uh, I was reading some things that were unrelated. Um, all right, all right, all right. It's 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 good to be honest. But yeah, they they're basically just like women with like ship based accessories. Okay, m- my favorite type of women. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. Now, now that I know it's a munitions ship. We now understand that the target practice joke is even more apt. You know, yeah. I, I thought I would have more to say about this, but this story, this story sort of, sort of tells itself. It's one of those things where it's like, I, I have nothing to dovetail into from here. Yeah. yeah. All we can say is, uh, before we transition to the next topic, R.P. Ape or Abe, he was right. Oh. We drew a mistake. Y'all need to fuck more and not be fucking mouse pads. All right, next hey. topic. Wait, wait, was that a thing? Because, because, because when when Abe died, and I saw all the memes coming out on Twitter, like, was that was that one of his his like, was he famous for saying that, telling like Japanese people to like reproduce more? Like, I I, I had yep. no fucking idea. Like, like, was it like did he say like one time and it became like a meme forever, or was it something he like he kept like, was it like something he all he kept saying all the fucking time? Uh, I don't know if he said it all the time, but it was like one of his. It's it's gonna be the um, profound statement by every Japanese politician or prime minister for the next 20 years, I guess. But he was like the one who was really pushing it. I mean, they could, they could just solve their population decline problem by accepting more immigration like, uh, law. Yeah. Law abiding, uh, citizens, law abiding immigrants like ads, you know, exactly. I, I feel like that'd be a great, that'd be a great solution. If they would only you, stop you my citizenship. Yeah. Just stop being so xenophobic and let people like ads into the society. That would solve all the problems. Alas, alas. Ethnocentrism is a problem again. Yeah, well, you know how you get that change. Uh, I'm not saying that you get there by uh, murdering the entire leadership that's against it, but um, a step in the right direction. I mean, is the leadership, or is it, or is it the boomers who who are like racist against uh, foreigners? Ah, what, what's, what's Why your do you feeling? say that like it's different people? 
Um, well, that, well, yeah, what, get, well, yeah, what's, what's your what's your experience so far? Um, my experience so far is so so it's very hard to get a, like a like an insight into this because it's such a taboo area that nobody ever talks about, right? I did have a meaningful conversation with a musician in Tokyo, and he doesn't speak many much English, and the words he was using, I had to Google a lot of them because they're all political words that I don't know the words, like don't know these Japanese words because I've never had a reason to learn them. Essentially, he was talking about how the next election is actually extremely important, despite the fact that the LDP will win because they've won for fucking 56 out of 60 years and uh, since World War II. What it was just like ridiculous stats. Since the 1950s, they've like been in power for almost every year except for six years, right? So they will win, but you know, the LDP is a very factional, factional um, political party. Um, so even within that party, there are people who are more or less against, um, things like foreigners, yada, yada, ultranationalism, fascism, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, like, I think the, the, the thing is, right, is you'd be surprised at how deep the world runs in terms of boomer mentality just exists in everybody. Like all what, Japanese what people are boomers. All Japanese people are boomers. Almost all Japanese people are boomers. Not in just age, but in mentality, I feel. I thought that was more the case that uh, it's not that they're boomers. It's that all the young people are like nihilistic and don't kick, don't care about anything. So basically, the only the people with convictions get to do what they want because the young people don't have any convictions. I, I thought it was more like that. No? Maybe. Maybe. Like, you could say that that's a possible case, but then that, that exists everywhere. Yeah, but I, th- I thought but I thought Japan it was even like it was extremely severe in Japan where like young people just are are completely they they they've checked out of politics they've checked out of like caring about anything and thus like the old people get to do what they want like even more so than the states basically or or any in a Western democracy. Yeah, well, like you can just look at statistics and um, see like how how many people vote in Japan versus how many people do vote uh, like how many people vote in every. Every age yeah, group, and it's yeah, incre- incre- incredibly low, it, incredibly low for young people in Japan. Yeah, um, it was something like a third of the population in their twenties compared to seventy two percent in their sixties plus. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it also it literally is a boomer country because of again the birth rate that we're talking about in the first place. There's there's not many young people to uh, to change to change things until the old people. Yeah, die. like uh, then that that that's the case, right? Like where you are just like if I if. It, literally every single young person votes the way I do. It still won't change anything, you know, kind of thing. All right. So, self, uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. So basically, basically you're saying that Japan is a uh, very boomer and it's not changing anytime soon because uh, it's, yeah, it's, don't, it's, it's weird. It's in this weird yeah. trap. Don't expect Japan to change anytime soon until it like, gets to the point where... I, I think it'll get to the point beyond the point of no return. Where like Japan will finally like be like, oh, you know what? Like this problem wasn't gonna magically solve itself. Damn, who would have thought? And then do something, but it would probably be too late. Wait, are, so are are you saying Abe was right? Like uh, he's unintentionally right. He's like, you know what? The the young people will vote me out of office, but we we still need more young people. Was he a tragic hero in the end? Well, he didn't vote. Uh, no one voted him out of office. He was. No, but no, but but I'm saying like. But but he he knows that if there's more young people, they'll vote the conservatives out of the office. But yet he still knows that 
despite yeah, doing this. He, he, he was, wants, a, he was wants a tragic hero. Tragic He's willing hero, to sacrifice, sorry. willing to sacrifice power for the, the betterment of Japan or, or something. Even though if people started fucking, he would literally couldn't be alive anymore because you know the dude's old. Like by the time that yeah. problem got solved, and all these people grew up to I be. Think, you know, he's only hey hey hey, Shinzo Abe age. Da, 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 da. He was. How old was he when he died? Oh, so, yeah, he's only sixty-seven. When, when, when he when, he's only sixty-seven, so given yeah, that Japanese like, people looked to be like a hundred, like he could have been like he could have been around when when this generation he could have been around. But was he going to be in politics? Ah, uh, you never know. Uh, hey, man. Fine. All right. In any case, all right. Uh, let's do a little sidebar in uh, updating people on some of our old topics. Oh, whatever. All right, let's go. So last, so last week we talked a little, we've been talking a little bit about climate protesters, animal rights protesters in the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, them res- and the reason why they resort to these big public stunts uh, to get attention because you know, a- according to what they say, or, or it, the strategy seems to be that getting attention is better than even if it makes you look sort of foolish and weird, it's better to get attention than not get any attention at all. So that seems to be strategy anyway. I saw an article in the uh, I saw an article in the New York Times about apparently in Britain, people are going to museums and gluing themselves to the frames of paintings. So they're not actually defacing the paintings because I guess like they have enough uh, like I guess they're being respectful. Like they don't want to actually like you know cause any harm. But people are going to like museums and uh, gluing their hands to the frames of paintings to uh, protest. You know that. And in this case, it's climate. The org we were looking at last week was uh, animal rights. But um, I feel like this is pretty interesting in terms of like there. It's, there seems to be like a meta, I guess. Like it, it. This this seems like a directly like they saw that you know in America people were going to like basketball games and like tying themselves to basketball hoops or gluing themselves to the to the court. I'm like, oh, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's let's do our own twist on it. And and go to these uh you know British public institutions and uh and and glue ourselves to these paintings to protest. So ads, uh, I don't know. What, what do you what do you think about this expanding activist strategy? The expanding activist strategy. Um, I mean, do you think? I, th- I mean, I mean, I feel like it's it's kind of amusing in terms of like this is this the new meta? Is this going to happen forever? Because like there was a person in the Louvre who also went and like I think through like a. What, what what did that person do? I don't know. I didn't hear about this one. No. Oh, okay. Oh no no. What I was gonna say was there was that famous Hollywood actor who went to Starbucks and he glued himself to the counter because Starbucks was charging uh, a surcharge for plant based milk as opposed to animal milk, and like it was some sort of protest. So this this seems to be the new meta of protesting, going places and gluing yourself to a surface. This seems to be the new protest meta. What do you, what what do you think about this ads compared to like the traditional protest meta of uh, signs know, getting into chanting. getting into large groups? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Going out and standing outside a place, holding signs, chanting. Like, what what are your thoughts? My thoughts are that um, it's becoming increasingly difficult um, to 
so I'm, might be like radical um when you call radical environmentalism but i'm i've always been down for that radical environmentalism side yeah like um i've always been down for what greenpeace do with you know what they do um how they're willing to get on the you know on the wrong side of the law it like it slippery slope yada yada i don't give a fuck um but if 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 you really do like have a belief in your morals to that extent where you're willing to glue yourself to priceless artifacts um then i respect that like i, I respect you know having that con- you know that conviction to to do it um like and it just so happens that they they're supporting something that i also believe in which helps me have that opinion but- but to continue the gaming analogy, do you think that there's some sort of like, so in gaming, there's a, so this is a new meta, and in gaming, there is such a thing as power creep, you know, in League of Legends, every, everyone you know, talks about complexity creep, uh, mobility creep, right? Alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were you continuing this uh, analogy, but you just stopped halfway through the sentence. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. I yeah, thought there was yeah. a but in this sentence. So, so I so I I wonder if there there's like in uh, protesting, uh, I, so obviously I didn't study the you know the history of protesting throughout the years, but uh, you think there's such a thing as like sensationalism creep, in terms of attention creep, where they have to because again, the kind of protesting you imagine in the past was yeah having like a demonstration in front of a building and people are carrying signs and they're chanting right that's the standard one, and it seems like. Recently, people are taking it up a notch to get more attention, to be more spectacular, to to you know to create more headlines. So I so I, I wonder if this is a thing where oh, oh, you know yes. they, they've 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 judged that people have become so jaded to traditional protests because like because like that's the thing like uh, you know walking around in New York, you know it's a city with a lot of like headquarters of big corporations, government agencies, yada yada, mm-hmm. and you you'll it's like I don't want to say it's common, but if you see a protest, you're like. It's another protest. Like I, I just walk by and I don't give a shit. Like I, I may not even. I, I feel like when I was when I was maybe younger, I would at least try to like walk closer and like read one of the signs and see like what they are protesting. But at this point in my life, I, I, I don't even care. Like I, I will not even try to listen to the chant. It's I'm like oh, it's just another. People are protesting something because people are always protesting something, right? So, I, so I, I do wonder if like there's a lot of people who are like me in terms of we, they become jaded to traditional protests. And it's just necessitated sort of like a more uh, aggressive approach to get more attention. And that, and if that's the case, I do wonder where that leads. Because like it's it's hey mobility creep. Back in League of Legends earlier on, like Ezreal used to be like a revolutionary champion because he had a blink. He's ADC with a blink, and now everyone has a fucking blink. Yeah, well, to to go back to your sensationalism creep, I think the whole point of it, the whole point of a. What do you want to call it? The whole point of a protest is to be sensationalize what you're doing to get attention, media attention to you, people's attention towards you. So mm-hmm. really, we've we've really got to blame the devs here of protesting for not sensationalism creeping. Bastards. Oh, they, so they should they should have been doing it before. Like like they're yeah. like you're saying like they were they they had decided to pour the gate. Their 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 strategy was bad. Yeah, their strategy was bad. You know, I mean, it's it's like um. When a character in League of Legends, you know, is is good, but t- too many players are too stupid to fucking take the chance, and then one person plays the character, and then they just start playing them like blindly, because someone else did it first. 
So, so you're uh, looking forward to, to to the next few months where I I, I actually do feel like because of what is it? Uh, last week we talked about the guys in the Dark Vader mask who came up and he got killed by the uh, competitive eater. Rip. Rest in peace. Yeah. You're, you're it's for a good cause, but you know you sacrificed your life for it. Uh, so you, so you, you're looking forward to like this is going to be a thing, right? I I feel like this is going to be a thing. I think like the NBA playoffs. Like that was the start, and these people are just gonna start doing it like even more. Like when the NFL kicks off, like in a, in a in two or three months, I feel like it's gonna be huge. I feel like I, I, this is like a maybe it's a weird prediction to make. Like, can I invest in like more like spectacular, sensational like environmentalism, animal rights protests? Is there a way I can like make make, make money off this bet? Yeah, yeah, just go go to the betting website and you can do it. Like yeah, like, is it, like, is there like a thing where it says will there be like a on field like two point five or, plus? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, will there be a disruption basically? Like, can I bet on that now? Because I'm gonna fucking hit the over on that shit. Like, it, it does feel it, like but, this is but, like a, this is a wave. But but if it feels you like can, this is like a yeah yeah. If you can hit up that um that betting company for a sponsorship deal, yeah, for the pot. Uh, <laughs> let them know. I mean, we're not, we're not doing free like, shouting out over here. It does feel like it's a it's a trend, man. Like, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe I'm like looking too deeply into like like two connected events. Well, not two. I feel like I feel like there's enough events happening in a short period of time where I can call it a trend. It's, this is not just conspiracying. This is like a new trend in, in activism. I feel. Yeah. Well, like like again, uh, we said last week about um Greenpeace. So it's it's not like activism to the extreme has never existed. There was that um. What's it called? That's true. The, Greenpeace the, did ram ships, and I don't think people have been ramming ships for a while. So, so maybe it did peak back in the seventies, but it's back now, baby. It's the meta, the meta, the meta cyclical. You know, it's the medical, the, the meta. You know, it goes. Sometimes it's aggro, sometimes it's passive. You know, and and sometimes the aggro meta comes back. It wasn't there that famous Exxon protest? Uh, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You, you're the, you're the, you're the hippie here. But there was one where, like, um, it, they literally shut down, like, a bunch of... I'm trying to, yeah, they, like, shut down a bunch of ExxonMobil, um, mobile, depending on where you are, uh, the, the gas stations. Like, they just had, like, the gas station was closed for, like, a whole week. Oh, people just crowded them so people couldn't use... They, they couldn't yeah. use them. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure that I do have to wonder though, like uh, if, if we're getting to a point where, because right now these are just stunts, right? Like I think this, I thought this was like such a mad, such a good manner protest because they they weren't defacing the painting, you know, they were gluing themselves to the frame, right? So so they're not, they're they were stopping from doing the even more uh, sensational thing, just making it sort of like a cute stunt or annoying stunt depending on you know, your point of view. So I do wonder if this sort of like this sensationalism creep is going to lead to to a place where this uh, this this uh, activism becomes more radical. Thank you. Like, Again, like, yeah. Um, so, I, uh, well, so I, I don't mean I don't necessarily mean like harming people. Although obviously the the uh, the end point of all radicalism is like you know harming people. But you know, like getting to the point where you're actually like defacing this painting, like you you take like a spray paint, you know. A can of spray paint and say like you know like uh, stop global warming on I don't know not the Mona Lisa but whatever whatever on because you know these museums like these paintings are unprotected mostly like it's basically based on faith 
if they leave them out there, just thinking, you know, the social construct is going to stop people from coming in and facing them. But people could if they wanted to. Like, they, could, they very easily could. Yeah. And, and I wonder if it's... It's if some so some paintings do have the the gloss protection and all the things like, like that. Like the Mona Lisa, like the Mona Lisa, the guy who like cream pied the the what was it? A, was it like a cream pie? I don't know. It was it was a pie of some sorts. It, it, whatever. It was some sort of food object he threw at the Mona Lisa, but he did that knowing that there's like a glass case. Like everyone who goes to the Louvre knows that there's a big like. If you've been to the Louvre, you can't even get that close to it. There's like a like there's like a rope. There's like a, a rope line that you. That limits how close you can get to it, and then on top of that, mm. there's like a big glass case because they know that it's a big target for like you know vandalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like with that with that stuff, there there is the glass case, but you know it's like a glass case. If you really wanted to, I don't know how strong these glass cases are made. Like, are they made to be super strong, or are they just normal glass? I'd hope well, they're yeah. at least temp- tempered glass, something like that. I hope they're right. at but, least but... tempered glass. But you could you could easily like so say in the Louvre, the Statue of David, the famous one. You can yeah. easily like try to like the from 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 my from my recollection when I went, you could easily go there and try to spray spray paint it. Like like the guard would not get to you in time to stop you from getting some paint on it. Do, do they um check bags? Uh, I believe they did. I, I this is a long time ago, but uh, I'm just saying like it, it wouldn't be that hard like to like go go in. They don't in so let's say in like um. It's like in the Met Museum in the United, in like in the United States. I feel like it'd be pretty, yeah. pretty easy to like to sneak in some 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 like paint or whatever you want to do to deface. I mean, usually when they check bags, it's like a literal three second check. Um, like they just like round your bag for three seconds. They're like, okay, bye bye. So like you. I just. Get it. I just think we're like we're not we're like not 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 too far. Well, maybe maybe it is too far because. Um, I, I don't know the nature of these protesters. Like maybe it's like young idealistic kids who don't really want to jeopardize the future and go to jail. Like uh-huh. that's that's a thing. Like like I know a lot of these people who are doing these stunts. They're doing it because they're passionate. But like I don't really know how passionate they are. Like, I, yeah, I, like you get the feeling you do get the feeling that they're doing it knowing that hey, even if I get you know like you know I'll be putting cuffs and maybe yeah. I'll get a fine for like trespassing. But like I'm not like you know ruining my future. And I'm not gonna like literally go to jail for this. So maybe that's the reason they're so emboldened. But I, I do wonder if they, if like this will get to the point where there will be people who are willing to take on like actual consequences to have like big protests. Like the, maybe there's a point where it's not just people going, you know, gluing themselves to the to the floor of an NBA NBA court, and maybe someone is actually gonna run on run on court and like throw like a pint of pig's blood on LeBron James. Like during a game, that that could happen, and that would, I think would be like, I think that'd be like way more effective than what they've been doing so far, and uh, so like, it's just to see someone who's willing to do it, right? I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying that's, that's good or, I, and I feel like from their point of view, that would be a, uh, I don't know. It, it, that seemed that wouldn't that be a, an effective strategy? Again, it would make them seem like kooks, but it would get them the attention they want. Yeah, like fair. I think I think the the, the thing for for them is to uh, to get to the to get to the point. Like I've always said, this, like a, a lot of protesting is just a it's it's a test of will of like how much you're willing to put into this or how much you're willing to lose versus right. how much you're willing to gain, right? And this right. isn't just like protesting about um environment. It's like you know um 
protesting f- for work conditions, right? Like it's part of a union, right? Um, where you mm-hmm. get off the job, um, you know, but like getting off the job for a day is different to getting off the job for a week, which is different to getting off the job for a month. You mean like how, how, how far are you willing to push it for your ideals, yeah. right? The difference, the difference for a union though, is that they gen, they, they almost always work within legal means. Like they're yeah. a corporation, but they have, they, uh, they have legal protections. Like they're working. Do they? The in Australia, they don't anymore because the. <laughs> really? Uh, well, well, like, so there, there've been a lot of uh, protests from government institutions and government institution workers like education sector um the education sector the rail sector ambulance sector nurse sector a lot of the things that have just been like super affected by covid or probably were being affected before that but now with inflation as well um and essentially the government just takes the unions to court and then the court just says oh this is an unlawful protest and they're like okay well so if you do this, you uh, you know, it's an unlawful protest. But they, they they still do it under the guise that the union will pay any fees that actually arise, um, from you protesting or you striking. So right. nothing's happened right. yet, but technically, like technically, something could happen. All right. So yeah, but in, in any case, uh, I'm interested to see where this goes. I'm making the prediction that we're going to see even more wild stunts in America. Or maybe around the world, we're, we're going to see more more people running onto the field at sports games. People maybe doing more wild displays of protest. I, I, I think I think this is going somewhere. That's my prediction. Yeah. That's you want to be one of them. You want to go to the J League game and say, "Hey, stop, stop hunting, stop hunting the whales." They still do that in Japan. They still whale in there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they still do whale. All right. You want you want to be the guy. You want to be the guy who gets deported for. Uh, Running on to a, 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 what's the most pop? Oh yeah, I think this is baseball, right? So you, like, no one watches J League. No one will see you there. You, you you would have to go to like a the, baseball game in Russia or something. Who, what, yeah, go go to a, a Tokyo Yomiuri Giants game and go tackle their uh, star star pitcher and uh, put up uh-huh. put up a flag, put up a sign that says uh, "Stop Stop Killing Whales." Yeah, I'll, I'll go do that. Yeah, we're, hey, we're planning it. All right, we're planning it allegedly, yeah. allegedly, allegedly, ah. of course, allegedly. <laughs> of course. All right, come on, man. Ed, you think I, hold on, hold on. You, you think I would go willingly to watch a baseball game? What the fuck? No one would ever do yeah, that. You, you, you do it for a good cause. Yeah, exactly. All right. I need uh, a purpose. All right, let's 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 move on to our last topic of the day. So, okay, we're we're going back to lewdness, I guess. Let's introduce the topic. All right. Oh. So, another. So we, we've already we've already dipped into the well of one of our biggest news sources, Sorrow News. Now to dip into the well of our other biggest news source, news source, and it's YouGov. And this time it's YouGov.uk. So we're we're getting from our Brexit brothers. Who've yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like, like YouGov. A good job expanding the US and doing US only polls, but YouGov UK still has the best content for now. Yeah, whoever's, whoever's running the yougov.uk, I don't know if it's .uk, .co slash .uk, um, they, they're doing a good job. They, they need a rate. They, they should be put in charge of the whole whole, um, whole website. Anyways, this topic is how often, I'm straight up reading the title, how often do Britons watch porn? Um, and it was, it was a bunch of poll questions stretching from how often do you watch, how frequently do you watch porn? 
to the age, age breakdown, sex breakdown, um, and the frequency breakdown of the results. So Wax, what do you, what do you, what was most interesting to you? The biggest takeaway is that British people are liars, which I guess we, I guess we should have known from, uh, from many years of colonial rule, you know, of, of these unfair contracts where they stole land from people under false pretenses. But man, like, I don't, you, you know, I, I know this is like, you know, like a, a poll question where someone asks you how often do you watch pornography? Like most people tend to downsize. All right. Let's no, go with the Let's, let's let's just go with the result before I for like before I talk about how British people are liars. So uh, the question was, how frequently, if at all, do you watch pornography? So among British men, only fifty one percent said they watch pornography. Fifty one percent. Okay. Now now let me see. Now let me tell you how the other forty five percent break down. Twenty five percent says don't watch pornography now, but has seen it before. Okay. 8% say has never watched pornography. And 13% say prefer not to say. 4% say don't know. Don't know. How so, the fuck do you not know? <laughs> so, so, so here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing. If you agreed, so I, I think they do this via online, via phone, and you know, through various methods. If you agree to like, answer this poll question in general, like, what what what's the deal here? Like, say, hey, you want to? Do what do you think happened? You think, hey, do you want to answer a poll about your internet using habits? And do you think that they sprung it on them? Okay, but it's about porn. I, I don't think that's how it happened, right? Like, I, I think the way they're supposed to do it is, say, hey, we're we're gonna pull you about pornography. Do you you want to answer? Like, you can't just you can't agree to answer this poll and then say, I prefer not to say. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, that's that's bait. The, the uh, other one is like. But in, in any case, no, no, <laughs> wait. Well, no one says they don't know what it is. They don't know. If the answer is it. right. I, I think this is sort of the answer. Where it's, like, uh, it's a weird. Like I'm not going to answer. It's the worst version of I prefer not to say. It. It's probably like someone on the phone was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's just like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, you know, like when you, when you're asked a question, you don't want to answer. You just say, "I don't know. I don't know. I don't know." I, I feel like that's what happened. Four percent of people were like they're asked the question on the phone, and they just want they just, they just went, "I don't know," out of embarrassment. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Fair. Um, anyway, so yeah, yeah, like... anyway, yeah, anyway, yeah. Anyway, clear, clearly, uh, British people. Like, we already knew they're liars, but yeah, th- this this just uh, liars, swindlers, confirms back. Um, tricksters. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, people who said British men who said they watch pornography, fifty-one percent. What ads? What do you think the real number is? How? how, how what do you? Right. You think only eighty percent? I like, think that's watch low. it. Watch it frequently enough to like say that they watch pornography. So the, the threshold age. for the, the threshold in this poll was like once a month or something like that. Yeah, once a month. Right. Once or twice. Eighty percent. Yeah, 80%. you think eighty percent is like a, okay? I think that's low. I'm gonna go eighty five percent. I think that's probably like still low. I, 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 I'm think I'm thinking of boomers as well, though. I'm just thinking of the boomers. I'm basically assuming that Britain is like very close to the United States, so I'm just like put, I'm just saying it's like equivalent. I, I think you know, always culture could be different in different countries, but I think like eighty five percent was is closer. Keith, 
what are your thoughts on these poll results? What, what do you think the true number is? Because it's not 51%. I think everybody is being honest. <laughs> I think only 51% of British men watch porn. I, I don't know if that sounds sarcastic. I couldn't tell. I don't know. No, maybe Keith. Serious. Maybe Keith has like a lot of faith in human nature. I think British people are weird. And if it was a normal country, the number would be higher. What do you think is in the United States? 99%. <laughs> of, men. of men. Yes. Oh, by, people, oh, by the way. But yes, men. Just for reference, I mean, I, I I encourage you to look up this poll just because it's uh, it's just amusing. Like YouGov does interesting polls; they they give you good stats. But if you don't want to, I'll give you the stats for women. Fifteen uh, percent of Brit- fifteen say they watch pornography in Britain. Yeah, and, they're uh, lying. <laughs> okay, so so British men are so you're saying British men are honest and British women are lying harlots. Well, I didn't call them harlots, but. <laughs> I, the women are lying. The men are telling the truth. They're just weird. Okay. Uh, let, let me continue on the women pool. Uh, 38% of women uh, in Britain say they, they don't watch pornography, but I've seen it before. 40% say they've never watched pornography. 40%. Which is like, you know what? If you factor in the boomers, I could um, I could sort of... But it, okay, so, so I, have, I have a question, right? If they if they proposition this as watch porn, um, if if you're a boomer, like before the internet, you might have well just you know consumed it through yeah, magazines yeah. and stuff like that. That's that's what I mean. Like incident, like if you're a boomer, I can believe it because like unless you're actively trying to like buy like a product, like a porn magazine or like a video videotape, like a cassette tape, it's it's very possible that you may have never like encountered it because in the in the old days you really had to like try to like find it. I feel like in this day of the internet, like you, you just incidentally came upon it right, for like whatever reason. Like you were scrolling through Twitter, man. I use Twitter without like uh, what is it? Um, the the the, the adult filter or whatever. Like I just turn everything so, on by default, and, and like you you look up anything, any any keyword. Like so so going back to Abe thing. I wanted to find out about like this uh this. You know, you know the suspect, the shooter. You know, he, you know, he apparently it was like a shotgun he used. He made, he actually like made a shotgun out of like pipes and duct tape. So I searched for homemade in the the Twitter uh, search search bar, and, and I'm telling you, I did oh, not get much. Of, <laughs> I did not get much about the actual uh, about the about the shooter and his gun. Okay, I got a lot of other shooters. Yeah. We got killed. Okay. Um. So what what I was gonna say about this is I just want to say like, so in my city, my tiny ass Inaka city, there is a massive um porn shop for porn DVDs. <laughs> like it's massive. Um, it's huge. This it's the it's big, as big as our electronic store. So it's a, it's like one of the biggest stores in the town. Yeah, I'm not running. Please. And it's. And it's DVD, so you know it's boomers who's buying this shit. Yeah, it's not and it's buzzing. Like, all the time there are people there coming in and out. Like, it's always, like, just packed to the rafters, really. And I was just like, and I was like, guys, like, the internet, it exists. Anyways, I, yeah, I don't if know if this the poll, rent... If this poll was done in Japan, it would be 200%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Even the animals are digging down. They they just produce so much of it that you know this is one of those that nobody talks about it. If you ask somebody, they won't tell you. But they but secretly it'd be two hundred percent. The poll it would be zero percent because they literally wouldn't tell you. But the actual answer would be two hundred percent. And by the way, but ads so like when you, when you I don't I don't know if you're like scanning the age group of people walking in and out, but you would say that it's it's a it's a broad range of people, like you know, young to old. I don't know or how it, young, it, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty broad or, range. Or does it lead more old? Because I figure young people are all about the streaming, and people is going to like a physical like you know, adult video shop would be like old, older, right? Well, I would my city is older in in general, so I guess like it already skews to that. Older generation already. Sure. All right. Uh. All right. So uh, let, let me just go down to some of the uh the age breakdowns here. So, uh, here, eighteen to twenty nine year old males in Britain, it's sixty two percent say they watch porn, which also seems like a huge lie. Like, come on, like eighteen to twenty nine. Like, how many of these people are like religious prudes? Is like is religion <laughs> like a lot more like? Wait. Does religion say you shouldn't watch porn? Like, well, how does that go again? Uh, you, you, religion you says a lot of things that a lot of people don't still do. But yeah, I assume yeah, 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 don't we, watch porn. Yeah, we 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 don't, we don't have like a lot of like uh, we we have some like Catholic experts who we could bring on to tell us about this. But like, like no, you can watch porn. You're just not allowed to jack it. Isn't that isn't that how it works? I thought I thought that's like what the Bible said. You don't jack jack off, but jerk off. But it's um completely fine to watch. Okay, so so like I'm I'm gonna tell this like really poorly, but uh, so from my recollection, there's like an Old Testament verse where there's like a really weird reference of a guy who uh, he had sex, but he came on the ground, and God punished him. I don't know if God killed. I think I think God literally killed him because like he pulled out and he came on the ground, and I. And I've heard so again. I'm, this is like from my recollection. I think religious scholars have used this to Beautiful. both justify uh, what both justify masturbation, uh, is con- masturbation is a sin, and also contraception is a sin. So they basically they use it to like justify like, all sorts of terrible things, things that are affecting society right now. But uh, I, I whatever. I'm not. I'm not going to read the, the verse in both Testament right now. But that that's my understanding of, of, of the origin of this of this of the shit. Yeah, God, God killed a dude, man. God, God. Well, I mean, God killed a lot of dudes, I guess. God's gonna gonna fuck fuck us up. Yeah, and God, God did kill a lot of dudes, I guess. It's it's it's, it's not really that special. Yeah, I mean, like at this point, it's a uh, better to list who God didn't kill. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the other thing, like, okay, so so if you keep going down, we did the eighteen twenty nine. What was what like sixty something percent? Um. Yeah. For the older people, whatever. The older people, I can believe it because like, I don't know what older people think, but like I, I'll, I'll just believe that they're like old Catholic, not like Catholic, what Anglican prudes, whatever. Whatever. You know what? What is funny though is the fact that the thirty to thirty-nine year old group actually watches porn less frequently, but more people watch porn. That was that was. Oh, you, oh, oh, you're 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 going down to the to the to the poll to the the dem the demo breakdowns. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. To... Uh, oh, okay, okay. So, so, so yes, 
more 30, 39 year olds admit they watch at least some porn, but it's less frequently. That's interesting. I don't know if that's because, you know, like at that 30, 39 year old age, you stop giving a fuck and you're just like, you know, it is what it is kind of thing. You're, um, you're honest in, you're honest in these polls. You, you, you have nothing to hide. Although you're 18, you're 1829, like, what do you got to hide? Like, like, what's the fear that, like, there's, there's going to be a database breach of YouGov and, like, every, every reply and every phone number is going to be put out there? Actually, you know what? That might happen. So, you know what? <laughs> I, I might be a little bit worried about that, given how hacking works these days. I might be a little bit worried. Yeah. Dude, I just can't believe that not a single woman said that they watch porn every day or most days. Not one. Not a, but even a single one. It's, it's like, it's 2%. There's zero at the top. Where, 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 where is the zero? Oh, no, 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 no. That, that's rounding down. Oh, so, so they rounded down from 2%. That seems like a massive round down. No, no, no. no, no. If, if you go down, among 18 to 29-year-old women, 2% of them said they watch porn every day. And then it's one and the other one, and then none for the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero in the uh, the older age groups of the, of the boomers. All right, so adds, what, what, So any, any other thoughts about Britain and their, their mendacity? Um, I think the Brits, terrible people, terrible food, terrible weather, terrible liars. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's my roundup of this, um, of this. Also, Australia will never forget World War Two. just saying. What? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a joke about um, how the Brits begged America not to help Australia in World War Two, so that they would defend London, uh, they would put all their resources in, into defending London. And then America helped them anyway. Good job, America. America helped us anyway, yes. For, for some um, prime real estate in Darwin. Oh, really? Oh, you have a, yeah, you have you a base there? We have a base there? We don't have a base. You guys have a base there, yeah. Ah, cool. Didn't, didn't even fucking know. That's pretty cool. Wait, where's Darwin? There's, there's, there's no such thing as prime real estate in Darwin. There isn't, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, is that all you got to say about the topic? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know where to go from here. R- random uh, tangent. Um, going back to Ada's mention of the uh, porn store, the DVD porn shop uh, yep. in Japan. It's weird to me that uh, Japan, as, as like a country, uh, their porn industry, uh, they produce like a ton of porn. Yeah, sure um, they do. And uh, for that to be the case, there has to be like a ton of porn stars, right? Like women specifically, there's like the big thing about the shortage of male porn stars, but there's a lot of female talent. Um, in the the West, in the U.S. in particular, uh, mm-hmm. we have an industry that is like, like porn is kind of like mainstream uh like only fans is very prevalent in the in a general sense um but like there's like porn stars that are like they do like mainstream things um they're porn stars on twitch yeah they they do like mainstream things like sports podcasts and stuff like that now like they're retired or not but um in japan in japan some of them make that jump uh, into like cosplay and stuff like that. But generally speaking, like an active porn star in Japan 
will like hide it from their family because it's like shameful yeah. that they're doing that. They'll just tell their parents that they're like an office secretary or something like that. Just make something yeah. up. It's, it's so weird to me that like divide where you're like, you're just like pumping out all of this porn, Literally. but you're all your talent is like, has to lie about doing it. Yeah. yeah. That's a, Definitely a weird divide. Did, wait, Keith, didn't you say on a previous podcast that you, you didn't even believe that they could actually hide it, though? I, th- I thought this was like a Keith thing, where it's like... I, I, that- I don't believe it. It's it's. I think it's weird. Like, I feel like if you were, if you were a, like a, a an adult actress in Japan, a, a Jav model, an adult video star, um to the point that you're doing like interviews about what you tell your parents you do for your job. Like you have to have some sort of like notoriety, right? Like they have to know how could they just not know unless they're like actual, like 80 year olds living in the middle of nowhere. I suppose you could like hide it from them, but if they live in like a city, surely they know. I mean, it could be the case where this is where all of this is sort of like a weird, like a face saving farce where by pretending you're hiding it, you're making it less shameful than like plotting it. You know what I mean? It's like everyone knows. Uh, I think that that's what it is. Yeah. It's one of those things where like you at least got to pretend to hide it, even though everyone knows. You at least got to pretend to say, you know, the lie of, say, of, you know, keeping up the facade of pretending to be your office worker or whatever it makes you more respectable than someone who just says, yeah, I, I, I work in the adult film industry. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. Cause, it, yeah. cause I feel like it's, it's different than like, like, I feel like if you work in like a host club, you could hide that. But if you're but, like in an industry, that's like literally just pumping out media that other people consume. Like, I feel like you, you, you saving face could be, could be the answer. Like, I feel like somebody has to yeah. know that you know well I, like I, I, think this... I think it's like being a criminal you know like obviously you know being being a adult film star is, is not is not like criminal but i feel like it's like being like a gangster or like you know being or just being like a career criminal you everyone knows you are involved in shady business or being a drug dealer whatever yeah you know, any kind of illicit activity you don't even though everyone's kind of knows that's your job in public you just say hey uh, you know i work in sales or you know, like, even you see that in the West too, right? Like, is that more approachable? Like in the West, people do that too. There's, there's, you, you know, there's guys who are shady, but they, on the surface of it, they just say, "Hey, I work at my, you know, my 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 uncle's shop or something like that." Yeah, that makes sense. Right? You know, like yeah, there's people like everyone knows it's shady, but it's just like it's it's a it goes against propriety to straight up say, "Yeah, like, I, I break people's knees." Or I sell drugs, or you know, what, or whatever it is that you do. Yeah, I uh, the, the thing in Japan that also that that storyline of the child lying to their parent about being a jab star is like a like very very common in like uh, Japanese like J dramas where like they're with their parent and a, a fan recognizes them and they ask for their autograph and then like there's the whole shame episode where they have to deal with the shame of you know whatever bringing down their family i don't know japan's weird in many more ways than one just to say that 
also this is a, a tangent because like Keith brought up uh he brought Mia Khalifa like indirectly because I, I assume that's who you're talking about when you talked about like uh porn stars who do a sports podcast. Uh, I mean, she's what? one of them. Yeah, Lisa Ann is another one. Uh, so uh, well, whatever. Uh, like, um, are, is like Mia Khalifa the last like real porn star in the way you can say like it's a star star in terms of like, you can just you can make a reference on Twitter, or you can make a joke, or you can just say it in like conversation, her name in conversation, and like there's a good chance people will know her name. Because I feel like back in the day, like back in the nineties, two thousands. Like remember when uh I don't know if you follow UFC back then. Remember when Tito Ortiz was dating, married uh, Jenna Jameson? No, I don't re- remember that. But I know who All both right, of those people are. But no, I, I don't remember that specifically. All right, okay, so, so this is just okay. Maybe he can't back me up here, so I'm just gonna have to like go like because you, know, <laughs> you you gotta you, you gotta think of a word for this. I do feel like this just this the age of like a porn star being a. Maybe not a household name, but at least like a commonly known like national name. Even if people don't want to admit they know this person, I feel like like someone like Jenna Jameson was way more famous in the late '90s, early 2000s than you know most of the porn stars now. Because like you know, because you know, like back in the back in the day, you made big stars who could cast the widest net, and it feels like now people are going on OnlyFans and they're you know they're catering to their core audience and charging them more. And you know, that's maybe that's a better model. I, I do feel like this in terms of like someone who everyone knows or like someone who like you know has has like a name recognition. I feel like like Mia Khalifa was like was oddly the last one because like, like she gets referenced a, a shit ton. Like I don't know, like she just pops everywhere in pop culture these days. And I'm not I'm not sure if there's anyone who's gonna come after her who has that same kind of position. Uh, I feel like we've we've gone with OnlyFans and stuff like that. We've we've gone too far into it not being like scandalous enough for it to matter um because like at the time you're talking about you you had people like um like pam anderson and like carmen electra and like you have like playboy bunnies and stuff like that as well um that are just like there's like a like a scandalous nature to their their fame like their existence basically um and then you sort of go into like uh like kim kardashian and how she became famous and then like basically like you said you end at like mia khalifa being the so i mean there's a handful of like mainstream yeah like former porn stars, I guess, like Lisa Ann, uh, Sasha Gray, but that, Khalifa, yeah, but, but they, and but they, but they, she they, is they, like the last predate, of that group. Yeah, that's what I mean. They, they, they predate Mia Khalifa, right? Yeah, and now it's just like I feel like we're just in like a direct to consumer. It's not as scandalous, yeah. sort of like nobody cares anymore, sort of thing. Right, right. Basically, like the distri- the distribution system, the market for uh whatever adult film, adult adult entertainment, I guess I should call that, has become so diffuse. It's been so uh, it's been so spread out because like where did Mia Khalifa get famous? Was she like on videotape or was it because of porn? Up? I, I have no idea. I just know that she was the last you know one of the last people who had like a sort of like a big national presence. But basically, I think the the, age... the, the first 
time I had heard of her was like, uh, I think she was like trending on Twitter or something like that because she like had dethroned Lisa Ann as number one on Pornhub. Ah, okay. And yeah. It, I, it sort of just like went from there. Yeah. I mean, as big as Pornhub is, it does feel like the age, you know, that, that the age where you could become a national star due to, uh, I don't know, adult entertainment is over. Like you can become like somewhat of a star, but you know, to the degree that back in the day, again, Carmen Electra, Pam Anderson, Jenny McCarthy, what was it? What, did she do something? I think. I think she's on Playboy. Uh, right. Like that, or again, after that, you know, um, like these, it, it's just not, or like I, you said, yeah, Kim, Kim, Kim Kardashian, good example, really good example. Like, I think the age where you could become like a national level, you know, known entity through, you know, adult film, it's, it's, it seems like it's over. I yeah, now it's you just, just go the opposite way. No, no I, I think it's the internet, like, I think the internet just like factionalizes so much of content that like it's hard to be someone that everybody knows like or or rather the fact that you don't have to be someone that everybody knows to have a good following or to have to make a lot of money um and lots of people can exist perfectly in their in their circle and make a ridiculous amount of money regardless yeah yeah but you i mean you it's it's literally people going the opposite way like you have the uh bad baby the cash me outside girl and like Bella Thorne, the actress, both like, oh, we're gonna make an OnlyFans, and then like made millions of dollars instantly, uh, on OnlyFans, and then, uh, like ruin the platform for all of the hard workers. But that's besides the point. But you literally, like, you literally have people that are like, we already have this amount of fame, um for other reasons and now we're gonna use that to like sell lewds and nudes to people online yeah, yeah so it's just, I, I think i, I, to I bring it like to something like youtube like I, back in the day you know like youtube you knew every big youtube star you know what i mean like it was like every every youtuber that was above a million or 10 million subscribers you knew who the fuck they were at least tangentially if you didn't watch their content but now YouTube is just so big, and I'm using YouTube as like an analogy for the rest of the industry, the rest of the world, is that there can be absolutely huge, massive YouTubers you'll never have heard of them. And then the same exists in the porn industry where like you can exist massively in your OnlyFans bubble or your whatever bubble of like content creation, um, and not have to ever like be exp- not have the necessity to exp- be exposed to the outside to the general public because the general public doesn't really exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about this, but it definitely, it definitely is a thing. Like it is I don't know if it's good or bad, but eh, it's a thing that happened. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> All right. Think well, I'm done with that topic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like rip, rip to the people who, who thought they could uh, turn a playboy appearance into national stardom, you know? Keep 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 grinding. You you got you got to find a different way. Yep. Keep 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 on um keep on working out. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's let's, let's do songs. <laughs> uh, you go first because I got to find my song. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, my song is um 
it's running by the DJ Naughty Naughty Boy's a DJ, right? Naughty Boy featuring Beyonce and Arrow Benjamin. And uh this 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 came as a surprise because I, I heard it in a bar the other day. And apparently this song was because you know it's a Beyonce song, Beyonce's on it. And it has like a gazillion views on YouTube, but apparently this song was like only popular in Europe because I, I checked it out and and in the US it it peaked at like ninety on Billboard when it was like number one in France, number four in the UK, and it went platinum in the UK, and I don't think it even went like old in the United States. So obviously not a, obviously not a deep cut, but I just I just thought it was very strange that a Beyonce featured song could be so polarized in terms of like where it was popular. Because like I, I had never heard of this song before until I heard it in the bar, like really, really, really randomly. And this song's from like 2015, 2016. So, so I, I just thought it was very strange that like Beyonce of all people, I mean, obviously it's not her song, but she's featuring very prominently on it, could have like a regional hit where it's, it's so, I, I'm, I'm sure it did okay in the States, but I, I just thought it was shocking that she could have a hit that was only really big in Europe and not in America. Anyway, go listen to it. It's, it's a good Beyonce song. That's basically, it's, it's, if you like Beyonce songs, you'll like it. Yeah, I'd not heard of that. I've not heard that song before until uh, I was just listening to it. Um, it's pretty good, at the man. Like, of the it, pod. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, like, were you surprised that hey, there was like a literally like a, like a nice Beyonce banger that you hadn't heard of? It has 400 million views by Europeans alone. Like, were you surprised? Uh, yeah. I I I opened it thinking like. Maybe I just didn't recognize the name or something, but I had heard it before. But I, I was like, I have never heard this before. It was definitely surprising. Yeah, platinum in Britain, and not even gold in America. Very amusing. Um, but to uh, piggyback off of that, my song this week is also a Beyonce song. It's her most recent single, "Break My Soul." Which released uh, a few weeks ago, I think three weeks is this ago. The dance, the dance one. I fucking hate this song. I um, fucking hate this song with a passion. Keep going, go with it, and then I'll rant about it. And uh, this is this is not the time to rant. This is the time to celebrate uh, Beyonce because with this song hitting number seven on the charts this week, she became the first female artist with twenty uh, top ten hits. Um making history once again uh queen bee on top always and forever okay you don't you don't explain the song yeah so people great work beyonce love your work i'm actually big big fan just want to say big fan big beyonce fan um but this is the most boring dreary fucking copy paste house music dance music that I've ever fucking listened to Beyonce sounds like she doesn't even care like she was there like you know what this sounds like this sounds like the music you make for an advertisement where like they're like okay Beyonce we're paying for 15 minutes of your time just sing these lyrics you know as good as you can you know they don't have to be fantastic and then just go home and then don't worry about the beat we'll we'll, we'll find the beat on fucking YouTube for a fucking it sounds like you got it for free like it's a free you can use this beat for your fucking YouTube video because it doesn't have yo, copyright. Yo, yo, ads on, on a more clever podcast than ours. I heard someone to say this song. It's your mom's favorite song at the wedding. About this song? Yeah. I thought that. Just so I thought dr- that was, the beat. Just I that was very like clever. Literally every ten. Very, yeah. very sad. We're not that clever. Yeah, we're not that clever. I'm, I'm just gonna shit on it for a bit. But good job, Beyonce, Queen B, on top once again. 
20, no, uh, 20 top 10s, respect, respect, but make a better song next time, please. Thank you. Um, I'm going to also continue the Beyonce, the Beyonce trend here. I'm going to pick one of my, I think, probably my favorite Beyonce song. Um, not a deep cut, but still an amazing song. It's called Sweet Dreams. It's off her I Am Such a Fierce 2008 album. I think to date, still her best album. Um, someone can argue against that f- with me, but um, I think they're wrong. Um, great I'm surprised song. That, I'm surprised that this is your favorite your favorite Beyonce song. Really? What would you have thought my favorite Beyonce song was? Well, I, no, I'm not saying it's a bad song, but it's like it's this really like feature her like. She doesn't really have to use her voice that much, you know. Like, like her iconic songs are what are you know the ones where she's really going for it as a vocalist. And this one's kind of like a generic. Not, I don't want to say generic. It's it's just like a it's a solid pop track, but it doesn't really like it, 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 this song doesn't have to be Beyonce. Is, is what I'm saying. Like this song could have been sung by anyone and would have been good. I don't necessarily yeah, uh, think. I think so. So I'm remembering this song from when I was telling how old I've been. to ten would be like when it was like going on on the charts. I would have been what, like fourteen? You got to think fourteen at year old ads, and also I'm pretty sure I, like most of my music consumption at that time was either through radio or through not MTV, but like the Australian version of MTV at my cousin's house. And goddamn, the music video for this fucking song, Beyonce be putting in a performance on that music video. I'm just saying. Yeah, this is very good. It's the one where she's wearing the Wonder the Wonder Woman like metal like armor thingy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I could recount pretty much that whole music video word for word as well. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a very stylish video. I, I, but I'm just saying, like this song could be a Katy Perry song easily. I, I, I easily see this like Katy Perry singing this. No, 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 no. Beyonce's like like a lure sells this song. I don't think Katy Perry could have sold this song. I don't know. I feel like just like the just the melody and everything about that, and like the vocal requirements. I don't know. I feel like it could have been Katy Perry. Hey, well, we know. We'll, we'll agree to differ. Anyways, Reason- uh, that's the song. As, as, as they say, reasonable minds can disagree. Yeah. Um. That's our songs of the week. Um. A Beyonce themed music recommendation. Even though we didn't mention Beyonce once in this whole um show. But, you know, sometimes the, the, the universe aligns in such a way that that's what happens. And you know what else? You know what else could align in such a way with the universe? Your wallet with www.coffee. That's www.ko-fi.com slash the jujus. Where you can support us monetarily. You can, you know, feed waxes. Uh, well, my crippling Red Bull, Red Bull, vodka Red Bull addiction. Waxes crippling... Um, waifu pillow slash um mouse pad addiction and kids addiction to doing literally anything but listening to us on this pod so if you don't do that you can go to www.coffee.com slash the jujus the jujus um but even if you just listen to us even if you just lend us your ears for an hour or so um, we went a bit longer this week to make up for the shorter episode last week, but an hour or so is usually the goal. Um, then we thank you just for that. You know that that's that's more than enough for me. Maybe not for what? Fuck but... is out. What the fuck is outro? What, what what are you doing? What do you mean? This is the usual outro. Why are you explaining so many things? What am I explaining? Nothing. Okay, whatever. 
I'm, I, I always, hold up, Wax, I always add something contextually based to the outro based on what we talked about. That's what we always do. Anyways, thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>